Welcome to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast, where we dive into the mindset shifts and practical tools to help you break through the roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. I'm your host, Danielle Kobo, a former Fortune 500 senior sales manager who spent 15 years in the medical device industry and now the best-selling author of the book, Unstoppable Grit. Think of this podcast as your go-to source for career advice and burnout prevention strategies to help you build a career and life you love. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dream Job with Danielle Cobo. I am so excited for our guest today. Our guest today is Kristen Collins, and she is the former executive of a healthcare hospital system that generated over $2 billion worth of revenue. She is also a business owner, and I'm so excited to have her on because she is going to be sharing a very powerful message on understanding your purpose. So thank you so much for joining us today, Kristen. Danielle, thank you for having me. I love your work. I'm a raving fan, and it's such an honor to be here with you. Oh, well, thank you. So tell us a little bit. I mean, you didn't just become an executive of such a huge company just overnight, right? So tell us a little bit about your career journey and understanding the pivots that you've made to get to where you're at today. Well, thank you for that. And it's in perfect alignment with what we're going to talk about today. And that's really understanding what your purpose is in life in general. And so that was how I found myself transitioning within an organization to then lead the health and well-being movement for the hospital. And I'll tell you, it was not a light switch. It was definitely a journey, but it was because of my inner passion and my own personal journey that this position was then birthed and created. And I was so blessed to be able to do that for the past five years. Well, that's awesome. And tell us a little bit about what you do kind of day to day in your new role. It's very similar. Um, I, but what happened was when COVID hit and the hospital offered a buyout, I did go ahead and accept the opportunity to go out on my own. And it was very scary, as you can imagine, to leave my amazing job uh, suddenly in the middle of a global pandemic and not necessarily have clarity on what that next chapter would be. But I did have faith and I was very connected to my intuition that helping people understand who they are, why they are, right? And owning that. So that is exactly what my company does now without the parameters and the limits of being within the traditional healthcare model. You know, I think the pandemic really shifted a lot of things within our life. Obviously, you know, we've never been through a shutdown before. It's been over a hundred years since we've had a pandemic. Um, And really understanding that a lot of people just kind of sat back and said, what do I want in life? What is, what excites me? What do I not like doing? And I know that I was one of those people as well. You know, when the pandemic hit, my husband was only home from his deployment for three months. and something, I knew I wanted to do something, but I didn't know what it was. And when I left corporate America, and I can relate to hundred percent where you say what you were saying, it was scary. I mean, you're used to this steady paycheck. You're used to 
health benefits and 401k and all these luck. I say luxuries now because, you know, I had to go out and buy my own car, I had a company car. <laughs> and what it really came down to is I took inventory of what I enjoyed about my job and what I didn't like. And it really came down to what you're saying, which is that purpose. And my purpose is I want to make an impact. I want women and to see they have a power inside them that they get to pursue their dreams, that really they get to step into this career, their dream career. So tell me a little bit, how do, how do you really understand what your purpose is? Because I can tell you my journey took a little while. I had some, some insecurities definitely through this journey. Um, but it really took other people saying, okay, you need to do this. So tell me a little bit how you, how you found your purpose. Sure. And I, I think the theme for today is definitely going to be, it's not a step one, two, three. It's a light switch. It's a pill you can pop. <laughs> the journey to knowing who you are and knowing your why uh, is something that it takes some time. And it's, it is first just defining who you're not right? That's, I think, easier to do. It's like, I don't care for this part of my world, my role, my company. Um, But then also, too, sitting quietly with self and contemplating and not acting or reacting or doing, but actually just by being present and being mindful about your experience in real time and not chasing it as a distraction but instead actually being present with all of the different emotions, discomforts, joys that come with life and particularly in this conversation with your job. So when I knew that I was coming to a close with my corporate role at the, at the hospital, I didn't just jump, right? I didn't just walk away from all those beautiful benefits that you just mentioned. It was definitely a transition, but as time evolved And I sat quietly with myself and contemplated and meditated and connected with nature and journaled. It became clear some of those core values that were really bubbling up as what was really important to me and how I wanted to spend much more professional time in that space. And then, you know, like you said, it's been over a hundred years since we had a pandemic. I would have never guessed that an opportunity would have come for me to go ahead and make that exit. If you asked me that, you know, in February, (laughs) two years ago, I would have never come up with this answer. So I really encourage folks to sit in the discomfort of the quiet and plug in with who you are and journal what comes up and slowly, but surely you'll start attracting opportunities that may be more in alignment with your purpose. That is Spot on. And so much of what I was experiencing as well. And, and you say just how life changes and you get these moments to sit and be present. I went from, I never would have thought that I went from being a Diamond Delta member, you know, high platinum member with Marriott, but 250 nights in a hotel one year. I know, never would have thought that I would go from that to then now it's, I, I don't, I don't even know the last time I packed my suitcase, which was interesting. I'm actually really excited to get back in the field. But when I had those moments to sit and be present and really reflect back and say, what brings me the most joy? And whether you're you're thinking of starting your own business or whether you still want to be in corporate, I, I think my journey was, I really took reflection and said, okay, what do I love most about my job? 
what do I not like? Okay. So I don't like getting on top of people for doing their expense reports. <laughs> you know, I loved, I loved when I got to partner with people and really understand like, what's their career plan? Where do they want to go? And, and really building it with them and linking arms with them and seeing them achieve those goals. But you also said tapping into these emotions because what, what I, what was really, really hard for me as a leader was putting together these, this, these career plans with people. And then people wouldn't do anything with them and they wouldn't be accountable for them. They wouldn't take initiative on them. So I was like, Hmm, well, how do I get to still do what I love, but maybe not, you know, really work with people who just want to go for it. So when did you know, in those moments where you got clarity and you sat and said, okay, emotionally, this is what brings me joy. I love that analogy. And I so appreciate the question and I'm reflecting on, you know, my year, year and a half journey to exiting corporate to start on my own. And like you said, you know, you're helping people create a plan for their success, yet they weren't executing that. Right. I was creating under my team that I led, uh, an, emo- an amazing culture, you know, trajectory. It was very exciting, but I was part of a larger system of which I had almost no control over, right? And so what started becoming very obvious to me was that frustration of it's wonderful that I'm loving on my team and we're, you know, we're on this trajectory, but I'm not in alignment with the overarching system goals. <laughs> and so when I really got uncomfortable with that, suddenly this opportunity, this buyout came through and it gave me a six month cushion to be able to figure it out. And it was so uncomfortable when my husband said, you, you want to take the the package, don't you? And I said, I do. And he says, well, what are you going to go do? And I said, I don't know. Um, it was, it was that moment of free falling, right? Not everybody can do that. I'm not suggesting that everybody does that. That is what I did. And it was in the discomfort of those six months uh, that an offer came through unexpectedly. You know, all of a sudden the phone rang and an opportunity came through that didn't exactly make sense. But as I opened myself up to it, it was a perfect opportunity. That opportunity lasted six months. So why I bring that into this space is to be really clear that this isn't necessarily just this skipping down, you know, with rose petals, <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy, angels singing everywhere. You know, it was a very interesting, you know, at moments of joy, at moments of fear, journey of growth. But in hindsight, the theme was staying true to who I was and what I believed in. And I knew that I wanted to own my culture. I wanted to be the decision maker on what my brand and my team represented. And then the phone rang again and the phone rang again and the phone rang again. And you can't make this stuff up, right? And so now here I sit one year after exiting my corporate job. And I'm blessed to say that my income actually exceeds what I was making a year ago. And I was scared to death to walk away, but I knew that I wanted to host a culture of love and well-being and thriving, not where I worked with people that had to do it, because that's what the core. I want to attract people that want to be in that kind of a culture. And that's exactly what happened. 
Hey, it's Danielle Cobo. I'm jumping in real quick to say thank you for tuning into the Dream Job with Danielle Cobo podcast. How often do you feel stuck in your career? Maybe you're discouraged by your quota and frustrated that you're leaving money on the table. I get it. I hear it from clients all the time. What would your life look like if you were energized, motivated, and confident every time you received your quota? When you know exactly where you're going, it becomes a lot easier to get there. How would you feel if you knew exactly where to go and how to get there? That's how I support my clients. With the steps that work and how to avoid the steps that don't. Because here's the thing, your success is directly correlated to how quickly you give up. And how will you adapt to change? What if you had someone who made sure you kept going even when it feels hard? In sales, there's no cap on how much you can earn. The only limit is your mindset, adaptability, skills, and resiliency. When you build a strategic plan approach your business, you can say goodbye to being mediocre and say hello to President Circle. I've experienced firsthand earning four back-to-back President Circles and led the historically poorest performing team to number one in the nation within two years. And I've taught thousands of salespeople just like you. If you want to earn and receive the same success my clients have, I invite you, schedule your career discovery call today. Doesn't cost you anything, so there's nothing to lose. Go to daniellecobo.com and schedule your career discovery call. The time is now. Don't let another quarter go by being mediocre and start maxing out your comp plan. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Sounds like we're very much so in alignment when it comes to working with people that want to take that next step. And, and yes, owning your business for anybody that's out there. Um, I don't think I've cried more in one year than anywhere else in my life. And I mean, insecurities, I didn't even know deep down inside just, just came out of nowhere. My poor husband, I don't, I can't even count how many times I cried to him. And, you know, he would sit there and coach me through and going like, why are you questioning yourself? Um, so let's talk a little bit about getting calls because a lot of times people are in the position where they're looking for a job and really taking ownership of your career. And you and I have both been in a position where we've not, we've never, I guess, I guess I looked for a job when I was 23. That was when I got into sales, but since then I've never looked for a job. They've always come to me. Same with you. You're in this position now. So let's talk a little bit about how can you like manifest opportunities, the benefits of being open to opportunities as well? That is possibly my favorite question I've ever heard. Daniel, I love that. I have two things I want to touch in on in reference to that. First and foremost is I am open. I'm curious about anything that crosses, whether I'm happy within you know a role or whether I'm not. When something or someone crosses, I pause and I, I'm open to I have no idea if that's something I'd be interested in, but I'm happy to have a conversation. It may be that I know someone else who would be perfect for them. (laughs) It may be that I'm going to listen and be like, wow, that is absolutely not anything I'm interested in, right? I don't know the answer, but the first and foremost is to be open because not everything, like I mentioned before, you know, some of the opportunities that crossed at first, I was like, that doesn't really seem like it would be a fit. And then after some exploration, I was like, that is 
amazing. And if we tweak it in these three ways, it's a perfect fit for a chapter I didn't even know was possible. So that's number one. And then the second thing, which is actually how I met you, is it doesn't have to be all about you. And what I mean by that is spending at least 50% of your time as you're knowing who you are, as you're knowing what your life's purpose is, and as you're interfacing with community, right? It's to also support and celebrate others, right? Sharing some information that somebody else, you know, has that blew your mind. You're like, wow, that's really cool. You know, or I'm really admiring your work or keep going, right? So the other half of the question is, how are you putting yourself out there to community that it isn't about you, but you're supporting others? And then all of a sudden you find yourself in relationship to have opportunities that, again, you can't even dream up because you don't even know they're out there. Yeah, you know, and that's so many of it's interesting, the pandemic, when I started to put myself out there and just started to create posts and just share knowledge just because it was, I wanted to, it was fun. And it's opened the doors to so many connections. I've met people all over the world. I've been on a podcast in Australia, I've been a podcast multiple in the UK and Canada. I was on one earlier for a podcast in Canada. And, you know, the pandemic, I think has opened the doors to creating connections all over the world. And it's just a matter of showing up and always leading with value. You've got to give more than you receive. That's exactly it. And I'm reflecting currently, I'm very blessed that I have three uh, corporations that I consult for, of which all three called me right? I didn't have a portfolio to hand them a checklist of this is what I do, (laughs) or this is what I could do for you. But all three of them were aware of who I was as a person and some of my successes from the past. And I do something similar for all three, yet unique with all three. So to your point, when you're putting your, your content out there, your thoughts out there, your heart and yourself out there, it's not only helping you grow and better understand what you have to say and what's important to you, but then you're, you're attracting you know, entities that might reach out and then you can co-create an opportunity that's a win-win for all parties. Yes. And you know, it's one of the things I work with my clients with is if you want doors to open for you, then you need to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and don't worry about other people's judgments. Who cares? There's enough people in the world where there's going to be people that are going to like you. And there's going to be people that don't like you, you know, and, and I'm going to surround myself with the people that like me and, and for the people that don't like what I put out there, then fuck whatever. Uh, you know, I, I definitely gave up on fear of judgment and as well as comparison because comparing yourself to others is really just a thief of joy. And so, you know, when I work with my clients, it's put yourself out there, develop your brand, because if you want opportunities to come to you, you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to show people what you're worth. And what you've just said is the whole foundation, right? Put yourself out there, know who you are, be comfortable in your own skin. Think about someone, you know, who's just, you know, happy with who they are. And how attractive that is, right? And it's like how calming. And they might not be the most physically attractive or they might not have all the acronyms after their name, but if they're comfortable with who they are, then the second thing that just bubbled up for me is this shift 
And not only do I do this, but when I am working with folks, I, I, I hold space for them to discover this. You know, I don't want to be working with someone that doesn't want to work with authentic me. To your point, I don't work for everyone, right? I am a very unique human. You're a very unique human. I want to work with people that want what I bring to them. I don't want to wake up every day like, oh, God, what do I have to do today? And, you know, it's just swimming upstream like a salmon and it's exhausting. Instead, when I'm connecting with a, a potential opportunity, I am equally vetting, do I want to work with them? Is that a culture? Is that a person that I want to be spending a lot of time with? Because the, the energy suck, I, I no way, I'm done, not interested. <laughs> yes, so, so when I was a hiring manager for a Fortune 500 company and I was hiring people, I always put together these three T's. So I was in sales. So obviously, you know, we had territories across the nation. So I was hiring based off of the territory. What were the immediate needs of that territory? Was it a territory where there was key opinion leaders? I needed somebody very experienced with relationships in the area, or was it a new emerging territory? I could take a little bit of a risk and get somebody new in that's just excited and eager and wants to put themselves out there. And the other one was the team, understanding what are the needs of the team? What are the strengths? Where's the opportunities? Where the, where's the gap? And how are they going to align with the culture? And then this is the one that you just said. My third T is time. Can I sit in the car with this individual for eight hours on a field code travel and actually look forward to spending time with them? Because you spend more time at work than you do at home. It's so important that you enjoy the people you work with. So those are my three T's for hiring. Those are awesome hot tips. I absolutely love it. And, you know, it's that feeling. It's again, does this person know who they are? Are they comfortable in their own skin? Are they representing in a way just to get the job for the money or for the fame or whatever it is? And finding, to your point, that authenticity of, I want a diverse population around me that isn't just going to yes me for the sake of, I don't know, promotion or, you know, accolades. I actually love being in space and in community with people who think different than me and who are comfortable with having conversations about, you know, hey, I respect what you just said. I heard you. I completely see it a different way. And, you know, can I explain that to you? And I welcome the difference because if, if I just had all the answers, then why do I need to work with anyone else, right? I want to be able to work with others that I can grow. I can assimilate some of their thoughts, or maybe I just do a whole 180 from being in community with them. Yes. And that's sometimes the biggest mistake. And I'm sure I was, I was like this in the very beginning as a new emerging leader is hiring people like you. And what I found over the years was, and people always ask me, you hardly ever, I think I only hired one person with industry experience. Everybody else over seven years never had industry experience. And I said, I want different perspectives. You know, we were, I wanted somebody with strong business acumen. I wanted somebody with social media skills. I, I wanted a diverse team because we get to learn, we get to challenge people. I don't have all the answers, right? And no one person on the team has all the answers. It's a matter of us coming together and holding each other high and as a team supporting each other up. So what are three things that you'd like our audience to take away from our conversation today? 
I think first and foremost, the, the, the number one, which could actually be number one, two, three, is honestly taking the time to know who you are and why you are. And understanding that we're ev- for every single human alive, we have a unique purpose. There, I mean, you and I, Danielle, have very similar purposes, but we also have very definite separation in our purpose. So the number one takeaway is when you're wanting to attract your dream job, okay, know who you are, be comfortable with your, your passions, your values, your talent set. And if there's something you want to change, change it. But just know that you don't have all (laughs) of the talents, right? And all of the answers, just know who you are. The second thing that I'd love the audience to take away is be open. Be open to new experiences. I won't take you through the last five roles I've had professionally (laughs) because there has been at least five, if not more. And they're so different, And the theme, though, with all five is that if you had asked me as, you know, I don't know, a college undergrad, what do you want to be when you grow up? I promise you, I didn't even know these five things were jobs. So it was by being open that I was able to cross with these opportunities that I was like, oh, my gosh, that sounds interesting. I'm going to give that a try. Right. And so be open to endless possibilities that you haven't even imagined Third and extremely important as a takeaway that you and I discussed, and again, how we met, is don't make it all about you, right? Whether you're connecting in an interview situation and you decide, you know, hey, do I want to work here? Not, oh my gosh, I need this job. I want this job. I want that title. I want that paycheck. You know, really step back and be like, is this the right culture for me? You know, you're interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you. But then also not making it all about you is knowing who you are is wonderful. Putting it out authentically is wonderful, but also be in community with others and celebrate others and support others because it's from community that we find opportunities that we didn't even know existed. That is great advice. And yes, interviewing is like dating. And then when you sign the offer letter, it's up, it's like a marriage. I say, obviously a marriage is a lifetime, but it is dating for a long term and you get to interview the company as much as they're interviewing you. So knowing that going into the interview, that really says the value that you have. Um, cause a lot of people go in, I, Oh, I just want the job. I want the job. Well, what if you don't like it? So thank you so much for being a guest. I'm so excited for our listeners to hear today's episode. And for those of you that are listening this episode is to, or this series is to support you. It support you in attracting your dream job, leveling up in your career. So if there's any topics you want to hear, I invite you to direct message me. And if you write a review on um, the podcast, send a picture, direct message me, and I will send you the 12 steps to accelerating your career. So thank you so much for joining. Have a great day and create an intentional day. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with Danielle Cobo. If you found today's episode resonating and inspiring, kindly take a moment to craft a review. Your review holds the potential for Apple and Spotify to share the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with others. Furthermore, consider extending the ripple effect by sharing this episode with those around you. 
family, friends, colleagues, and anyone who could benefit from the insights and stories shared here. Also, be sure to visit daniellecobo.com for more resources on cultivating resilience and unleashing your inner grit. We'll be back soon with another empowering episode. Until then, be unstoppable.